Welcome and thank you for listening to Disciples by Design. My name is Aaron Hoskins. I'll be your host today. Um, If it is your first time, welcome. Uh, Here we like to talk about the Word of God and the things that God has placed on my heart. Um, And so we're going to dive right into that. First, we're going to say a prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you for allowing us to come before you, God, to learn about you, God, to have a relationship with you. To, honestly, God, just to worship you in a different capacity. And so, Lord Jesus, we pray that you plant this word into our heart, God. Allow us to, allow us and show us how to live according to your word, God. How to be on fire for you and everything that we do, God. How to give you glory in, in everything we do in our lives, God. Whether it's work, play, or anything in between, God. That we just... God, we have a desire to know you. So, Lord Jesus, as we dive into this message, please show us how to live for you and according to your word. And, Lord God, we thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives, God. We thank you for the blessings, the promises that you've given us, God. And we ask that you really show us how to just apply this to our lives, God. How to plant this seed in our heart, God. Lord God, I thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives for supplying all of our needs. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Good morning. What I want to talk about today is the authority and power that Jesus passed on to us since his resurrection. We have been given authority to walk in him and him through us. This may be a touchy subject for some, but the thing to focus on is the fact that we seek to know Jesus on a deeper level and are still acknowledging that we seek to constantly know him more. We can talk we can only keep growing when we acknowledge that we are imperfect and need a savior. Our walk needs to be constant in our need to learn and grow without without that it's really honestly it's prideful and We walk in our own self-confidence and not acknowledge our need for correction. Having a spirit of thanksgiving and humbleness towards the Father is what allows us to learn and grow in Him. Without this, we will get caught up in the works of what is done as something that defines us rather than something that defines Jesus. Our identity isn't found in the miracles of Christ Jesus, but rather the learning and growing with Him. The authenticity and legitimate power of God are shown through miracles to show the truth in the power of God. So when miracles happen, if we find our identity in things that happen because of Jesus, we will we will become prideful. And through that pride, we'll, we will eventually fall. But if your goal is to constantly seek to know him more, to learn and grow, and that is your focus and outlook, then the miracles happen in those situations because they are proving the gospel as true. And so this is something we really need to focus on when you're walking in the power and authority of Christ. If you want a miracle to happen, it doesn't mean it's going to happen. That's going to happen because God is taking it as a way to show his power and to receive glory. It's not our glory that we seek to receive. And if that is your goal as a Christian, you really need to rethink things. So um, 
The authenticity and legitimate power of God are shown through miracles to show the truth and the power of God. We're going to look at Acts chapter 3 today, uh, starting from verse 6 through verse 8. But Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you in the name, authority, power of Jesus Christ the Nazarene. Begin now to walk and go on walking. Then he seized the man's right hand with a firm grip and raised him up. And at once his feet and ankles became strong and steady. And with a leap he stood up and began to walk. And he went into the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. We can see from these verses that Peter takes a step in faith and literally pulls the other man to his feet and tells him to walk forward. When walking in faith, we need to understand there are three steps. We have to expect it, we have to trust it, and then we need to walk in it. Peter does this by telling the man and pulling him to his feet. He is anticipating or believing and expecting that change to take place. Then he is trusting that it will be done, and then he is walking in it. So he pulls the man up, speaking life over him. Then he tells the man to walk and keep on walking. Peter is expecting, trusting, and walking in the authority and power that Jesus gave to us. Guys, this is so important. These three steps are literally, honestly, it's all we need. It's all we need in our walk with God is that when we pray for a change, rather than just always constantly trying to seek that hope, oh, please, God, please, God, please, God, no, you know, he says in his word what he's going to do for us. He He's given us promises and blessings. He's given us things that clearly state how to do it. He says, have faith. And, you know, he even, he even berates, berates the uh, disciples for when they have little faith over and over again throughout his, his uh, story here. He, he tells them, ye... Men of little faith. And so many times it makes me think about, you know, my walk with God and and the walks of the people around me that I see, you know, and the things that we come up against and the problems and situations that we have in life. You know, even things happen in our world right now. There's there's so many times when we could just really get caught up on the details and uh, let the situations drag, drag us down. But there's so many times when it, it should be easy. It should be easy that when, you know, it says in the Bible that we can, we can have peace and not worry that, you know, in 365 times in the Bible, it tells us that we do not have to be afraid. God tells us over and over and over again, do not be afraid. Do not fret. Do not fear. Have no fear. You know, it's, you would think after a while that of reading that, that it would start to get into you. You think that people would understand that, you know, God has allowed us to walk without fear. It says in the Bible, you know, when Jesus died on the cross, he died for all of all of our sins and all of our iniquities. You know, that counts for everything. That counts as emotional, physical, um, spiritual you know, feelings of worry, depression, all of that, it's all covered. And so when it really comes down to it, 
are we just holding ourselves back from the blessings of God because we don't truly believe in what he has told us that we can have? You know, there's so many times where uh, in my own life I've, I've come up against things and sometimes it feels really discouraging. And, you know, I've, I've made the mistake of letting those things really get to me, really persuade me to not expect his word to work, to not truly trust that he can do it, and, you know, to not walk it out of my life. And there's also been times in my life where that was the only option I had left. The only thing that I could truly try to make it through and... You know, every time that I have just expected, trusted, and believed in him and walked it out, it's worked out every time. And so I've developed a habit over the last year that anytime we come up against anything, even if it terrifies me, and I, I mean like true fear to like the center of my being, like, horrified, like terrified at things happening, I decide, you know, I decide from the start, I'm just going to trust Jesus. And I'll say it over and over again. Jesus, I trust you. Jesus, I trust you. Jesus, I trust you. I refuse to not trust Jesus. I even had a guy come in to my job um, a few weeks back. I Maybe, I guess it might have been like two months ago. But, uh, he uh, he berated me for being a Christian. <laughs> for a while there, it really got to me because, uh, and you know, when I thought back on it, the whole conversation was almost demonic. He gleefully told me he could disprove the existence of Jesus. And then he was like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Give me another one. Like, like excited to to prove to me that Jesus wasn't real. And I told him, I told him then and there, you know, in this, I was expecting, trusting, and believing in God. You know, I was walking in what he had told me. I said, it doesn't matter what you tell me. No matter what, even if you come up with a scientific theory that disproves that Jesus exists, I will not believe you. I've already chosen that I will follow Jesus until the day that I die. I will already I will I will follow him no matter what. In that decision that I made a long time ago, I chose to keep on expecting, keep on trusting, and keep on walking in what God has told me to do. And it doesn't matter if you hold a gun to my head. It doesn't matter if I'm in a life or death situation. I choose to trust Jesus continually. And through that trust, I know that I know and I've seen that my life has changed. I get to be a walking testimony for the power of God because of the things that I've gone through in my life. Is this kind of testimony that speaks volumes to people. And I'm not bragging on myself. I'm purely telling you what God has done in my life. And I've said this many times before in some of my TikTok videos and other podcasts. There's been times in my life where I've been in life or death situations. And it literally came down to 
do I trust Jesus? And my answer is yes, I truly trust Jesus. Without that trust, and you know, it's not something everybody can just do automatically, you know, not everyone is the same. But there needs to be a decision in your heart. And then based on that decision, you need to live with it. And some of you are not going to trust him. And that's sad. But it's okay. It's your decision. It's your life. You know, he tells us in his word that we need to be either hot or cold, not lukewarm. Because if we're lukewarm, he will spew us out of his mouth. In the last days, there will be people that say, Lord, Lord, but I knew you. And he will say, depart from me, for I never knew you. I've chosen my side. And so I will continue to expect to trust and to walk in what he's told me to do. This kind of took a different turn from what I was expecting to talk about. But uh, there's some of you out there and you've been on the fence for a long time. And it's time that you either stand up and walk in the direction that he's called you to walk in. And you know what that is. You know, because it's been something you've struggled with for a long time. Or it's time that you drop it and leave it behind. But he is calling people up to a higher standard. For Christians to walk the path that is not walked very often. Not walked by many. A path that calls us into action. That calls us to walk according to his word in his blessings and promises. To stand up to those that, you know, have other things to say about the Bible. Things that are not true. He is calling us into a path of spiritual warfare to walk with him in every part of our life. Well, that was a little heavy, but uh, I hope you guys got something out of that. And uh, we're going to go ahead and end it here. Lord Jesus, we come to you today. God, thank you for... Uh, your message, God, thank you for the word of God. And we just ask that you really show us how to walk in you, God. Show us how to um, live according to your word and your promises, God. Show us how to just be with you in everything that we do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Disciples by Design. I hope that you have a wonderful evening. Take care.